2: Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone, and the latest installment in our new Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. I'm joined today by my special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons, who has served as channel for Mother Mary since 1994, allowing Mother, in her distinct voice, to speak to and guide human beings directly. With this gift, she has served and assisted people worldwide to connect with Mother's love and grace. Together, Mother Mary and Danielle inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events. A beautiful compilation of Mother's teachings and Danielle's journey is available in their book, Mother Mary's Pathway to Love, Building a Loving Relationship with Yourself That Will Transform Your Life. The book's chapters provide a manual to assist the reader on a journey from darkness to the light of the deepest form of love, The Unconditional Love of Self. Through the book, Mother Mary tackles illusions, shadows, personal sabotages, faith, miracles, forgiveness, and spiritual growth and living. You can purchase the book and learn more about Danielle and Mother's courses, events, and classes at BelovedPublications.com. If you'd like to follow Mother Mary's teachings more closely, Danielle also appears on Conscious Talk Radio on the second Friday of each month. To check that out, visit ConsciousTalk.net And you will have access to those appearances. Well, join me in welcoming Daniel back to the show. Welcome back. Sister dear, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Sister Charlotte. It's wonderful (laughs) to be here.
2: (laughs) It's, It's a beautiful day. How are you enjoying your new year? Is it off to a good start?
1: It is off to a good start. I am in the process of putting together something so amazing and exciting. I can't wait. I'm launching a new online course that Mother's going to be teaching. It's a 21-week course called Igniting Your Glory. And registration opens on January 18th. And this is going to be... I mean, she's given me the bones of the class, uh, so um, I certainly know somewhat what it's going to be about, but the class is going to unfold over the next uh, you know, 21 weeks starting. The class starts uh, February, the course starts February 7th, and will go all the way until July 11th, and this is an opportunity for people to go really in-depth into their being with mother as their guide, and just you know, discover their glory, set it free, live it, uh, you know, just celebrate their own glory and what that means to them as an individual. I can't wait to do it. I'm so I'm so excited. I'm so lucky that I get to channel and then get to do the course <laughs> as a participant.
2: <laughs> I have the chill. I really do. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's huge. I'm, I'm excited. It is. I am so excited. I can't wait.
2: So, yeah. Well, in addition to that, I did spend some time on your YouTube channel. And that oh, is yeah. Mother Mary Channel, correct? On YouTube? It is, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have to say how beautiful the videos are. I, I got to see a couple. Um, I watched your introduction. And then to see the difference when Mother comes through. And her mannerisms match the inflection of her voice. It's uh, stunningly beautiful. And you did a really good job on the videos. And there's quite a few, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check it out.
1: Oh, my. Thank you. They're fun to do. And uh, people have been really loving them. I release a new one every two weeks. So it's
2: been great. It's been really great. Excellent. You're working hard over there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I am. So are you. So are you. I (laughs) am.
2: I certainly am, but I'm so excited. It doesn't feel like work, you know, that type of thing. And, And just to tell the listeners, what I've done lately is I've done a lot of work on Facebook, and I needed to get my marketing to work a little better for me. So I reorganized my page on Facebook, which is Spiritual Insights Radio, and I have all of the segments organized in the order that they were recorded with headers above them for the month that they appeared in, And I also included those two videos from your YouTube channel so that people could have a really nice introduction and make that a little smoother and get settled into the teachings if they're so inclined. What I also did was I started a closed group on Facebook called the Spiritual Insights Forum where everybody can join and talk with like-minded people about spirituality, metaphysics, so I also posted the videos there so that people could comment freely. I understand there's a privacy issue on Facebook, and I thought that would help everybody. Um, yeah, so if you nice. would have time, pop in, say hello. You know. <laughs> They're great. Those closed
1: Facebook groups are so wonderful. Great place to give and get support and learn and grow. I've really enjoyed the few groups that I belong to on Facebook have been so amazing for me. They have led me to so many great people and courses that I've taken, like, for instance, the video course. Um, you know, I, I found out about that through one of my Facebook groups. Uh, I mm. belong to one for spiritual entrepreneurs and, uh, it's just, it's phenomenal what you can find out on Facebook. Like who
2: knew? <laughs> exactly. And especially if you have a safe nonjudgmental, uh, yes. forum to, to do that in where, where, you know, yeah. you won't be attacked or judged.
1: But, Absolutely. Um, and, and, and I, you have someone like yourself who's watching over the group and making mm-hmm. sure that, you know, people aren't being spammy or weird or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's really incredible.
2: It is. And and I I get something out of it, too, because I've been going through some pretty miraculous changes lately, and that will give me the space to talk about it. And yeah. Um, yeah. I've been uh, going through a um very intense healing process where I am now integrating aspects of of self to achieve wholeness. Have you ever, you know, in your life, you know how we tend to disregard, disown uh, parts of ourselves and then we wonder why we're so unhappy?
1: Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. And I think you just really summed up everyone's
2: journey right there. Right? (laughs) Well, me too. And something that happened 23 years ago in 1993 just came full circle and mm. I'm still integrating the shifts but that's been healed and I feel calmer and I just feel a peace coming over me that's so much deeper than what I normally experience because there's no longer that fragmentation of self there's yeah. nothing but integration wholeness unification that type of feeling and it's to the point where I feel so much calmer in my body. I don't Mm -hmm. feel a lot of angst. There was this anxious energy that would course through me, especially when I'm riding in a vehicle and that's pretty much gone, but it also feels like, um, changing at a molecular or cellular level. And I also thought that, well, you just turned 49 and everybody's heard that the cells of the body regenerate every seven years. So that would put me in a seven year. And so that's probably taken place. So I'm not sure if it's, if it's that, if it's the healing that was done or a combination of both, or perhaps I'm overanalyzing it, but I don't know that mother will address that or even bring it up, but I'm looking forward to discovering more and more about it as I go. I mean, the change is so profound that even my handwriting and my signature are changing again, if that makes sense. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, it does. It absolutely mm-hmm. does.
2: The clarity and, uh, that comes with it, the freedom, the mm-hmm. openness, and it's like the um, embracing your full potential, which a lot of us, that's what scares us the most. It's how great we can be. It's our potential, you know?
1: It's true. It's true. I think that's so interesting that the vast majority of people, um, what we fear the most is ourselves. You know, just being ourselves and, or discovering what's inside of ourselves. And, uh, you know, we talk about all, a lot of our fears as being outside of ourselves, uh, fear of, you know, certain people or situations or whatever. But, uh, it's, I find that the bigger fears, um, are the ones inside
2: each of us. Absolutely. And most of us know, have a sense of who we are as children. And then yeah. as, as everybody teaches, whether they're here or on the other side, through schooling and religion, we start to lose that. And thankfully, I managed to hold on to a, a, a good part of that. But over the years, I just felt diminished more and more as time went on yeah. or with various experiences, some very traumatic, some mildly traumatic. But when you yeah. lose that sense of self and who you really are, you feel lost. So there's a lot of people yeah. walking around, especially after last year as difficult as it was for many people with all of those endings. Perhaps, I, and I wish this for everybody, that this sense of a lost self ends for you too and that you regain you know, that knowledge that you have of who you mm-hmm. are and why you're here. I wish that for everybody. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what the what the coming months bring and through mother's teachings and and uh, everything else going on and I'm just very excited and I'm happy to be able to share this with you. I just want to thank you once more for coming and being a part of the show and bringing Mother through and everything that you do for everybody.
1: Well, you're so welcome. Absolutely. I, I love doing it. And, uh, and it, you know, the, the truth is that without people like you who uh, dedicate so much of your time and energy to this radio show, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't really have a place you know, to do what I do because I'm not really drawn to have a radio show. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, I love the way that um, I need others to do what I, what I do. Like, I can't do what I do in a vacuum. I can't do what I do on an island, you know. I yes. need other people in order to do what I do, uh, quite literally, because there would be no reason for Mother to actually come to my body. I could still have the same relationship I have with Mother, but there would be no need for her to come to the body if it didn't involve other people. <laughs> so it's it's such a great feeling to know um, now at this point in my life that I don't feel resentful over a dependency but I feel grateful for the support, for the co-creation and Damn. that's a big that's a big metamorphosis for me in my life is, um, you know, I used to get very caught up in oh what do people want from me and now now oh they did that now I have to do something for them or, you know, what's in it for me there was a lot of... Um, calculating things, you know, and behaviors and, and choices. And it was, um, well, exhausting more than anything, but it was really based in fear. That's all, you know, it was just my own fears of, of myself and being, um, able to connect with people, uh, and not expect anything from them and also not give anything that I'm not comfortable giving. You know, mm-hmm. being, being very settled in that and now i feel so much more that that uh, my like my experience with you is very much a co-creation mm-hmm. and and it's it's so different it's such a different perspective you know it makes mm-hmm. all the difference in just daily living and like you were saying feeling freer and just more light and happier and able to look forward to things you know years ago had i gotten involved with something like what we're doing now i would find that quickly i would grow into resentment and oftentimes i wouldn't even know why i felt resentment or i kind of dread doing it like oh god you know i have to do this radio show again today
2: Uh Uh,
1: and and i wouldn't understand like what the drag was why was it such a drag for me And now I do understand that, that there was so much going on in the background that it kind of ruined things. Mm, (laughs) Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like, oh, my God, it's like I had you on my... (laughs) I have things written all over. I have two calendars and a dry erase board. So, you know, I had you on my dry erase board in the kitchen today, and I was like, oh, yeah, I get to see Charlotte today. And it was like, you know, that is... That is not, you know, that's not always how I lived my life. When I was a child, yes, but, you know, all my addictions and crazy behavior and darkness really kind of robbed me of just the basic joy of living. And now yeah. to have that back is is the best. Uh, it's Metamorphosis is worth it. It's worth every moment of agony or pain or difficulty you have to go through to get there. Because what's on the other side is a whole different feeling and perspective. And it's always worth it.
2: That's what I felt this morning. I sat as Mother suggested and said, okay, how do you feel? Because um, the changes I'm going through, many of them are so subtle that I just really needed to dig deep and tap in. And I wrote, it's like the butterfly effect, only... Mm Um, and then I had a funny thought that you never heard of a caterpillar that complains, you know. But we have to go through these transformations, <laughs> yeah. and it feels like it's like the dawning of a new consciousness. As and here's what I wrote: as the darkness of self-loathing is being gently overtaken by the light of self-love on a new mm-hmm. paradigm, and that's how I feel. And it's and it's and it's beautiful. So I'm just yeah. I'm grateful to be in this space right now in my life. So, and, and that's yes, that's right. our topic for today, metamor- metamorphosis. And yep. we shall see have what mother
1: says. Yeah. Have you ever been to a, like a butterfly sanctuary in a zoo where they have the, um, they have the glass and they have all their, uh, their caterpillars and then the chrysalises and the cocoons all, all just hanging there and, you know, you can watch them. And they're all in different stages. And because I have a 12-year-old, so I've been to many, 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 many zoos all over the country and uh, been been to many, many, many uh, butterfly sanctuaries quite a few times. And, you know, sometimes if you're lucky, you can catch. Uh, a cocoon you know breaking open and I've watched them and I tell you Charlotte it is a struggle and it takes and what's so cool about these places is though you can see them in every little minute different stage and it's not like oh it's time to break out and they just magically ping you know break through they struggle for days and days and it's hard work to get out of that cocoon and you know, and come onto the world as that butterfly. It's Mm. an effort. It's a huge effort. And, And then they rest. Yeah, they rest. And, you know, their wings have to dry and they don't know how to fly. They have to figure that out. And, of course, none of that takes very long in the life cycle of a butterfly. But I forget, sometimes I forget that every kind of metamorphosis takes effort on my part. Uh, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual effort on my part.
2: hmm hmm And I was saying on the air the other day that um, there's a lot of growth to be experienced on this planet, but I do feel deeply that any type of growth is accompanied by some level of discomfort. And mm-hmm. you just breathe your way through it. And once you come out on the other side, like the butterfly glistening, colorful, and expanded you know it's not different it's just a better version of itself and right you get past the discomfort of that growth you know yes okay anything to announce danielle um other than the new course
1: yes there is i'm actually for anybody who is in the seattle or uh washington oregon area um, I am going to the Seattle area tomorrow. I fly out tomorrow morning, and I'm doing a talk at uh, an author talk at East West Books uh, in, in Seattle. And uh, it's an awesome bookstore, and I'm so excited to be there. I used to live in Seattle and work in Seattle, and I get to see Rob and Brenda from Conscious Talk Radio. And
2: oh, nice! Oh, I can't.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to go and. Uh, then my author talk is called uh, An Ocean in a Thimble, Folding Mother Mary Within. So I'm going to talk about what it's like to channel, to be a full-body channel. Oh, fun. Which is awesome. Yeah. And then I'm doing a workshop. Mother Mary's doing a workshop called Be Cherished that weekend, the 14th
2: and 15th. Um, okay. And all, all the information everybody needs is on your website, correct? Belovedpublications.com. Yes,
1: it is. It's under and- events and classes.
2: Excellent, and do give Rob and Brenda a hug from me. I will, I will. They're wonderful people. Okay, Uh, if if you're ready to bring Mother through, Um, let's see what she has to say about metamorphosis. Okay, hold on just a second. Okay, talk to you when you get back.
1: Mm. hello beloved one
2: welcome mother
1: Mm. it is wonderful to be with you today beloved charlotte and all those that are listening
2: thank you for being here mother hmm so you like the topic of metamorphosis do you i love the topic of course because (laughs) Um That's what
1: evolution is all about, whether it's on a universal scale or uh, the smallest scale of uh, an organism. Yes Yes you are you are all growing, you are all changing, you are all evolving, and um, it's exciting. yes. Metamorphosis is a very exciting process, a very powerful energy, and one that carries with it uh, the memory of the whole collective, meaning that when the smallest thing, like an organism or a butterfly, uh, has a metamorphosis, that energy is spread out through the whole of the collective, all of life, not just the human consciousness, but all of life. It's a reminder, a constant reminder that energy or life is not static or stale, but that it is always moving, always changing,
2: always flowing. Hmm? Yes. I know some don't find some aspects of change pleasant, um,
1: but hopefully it's not meant to be.
2: Hmm?
1: It's true, not meant to be, and if you can come to peace with that, to recognize that no one in existence, not even me, gets a free pass for the struggles or the um, the effort it takes to have that metamorphosis. If you can come to peace with that and accept that this is simply how it is, then, interestingly enough, your metamorphosis will be much easier. A big part of the problem in the individual's metamorphosis is their own need or desire for it to be something other than what it is.
2: Uh, uh-huh.
1: So mm-hmm. when you fight when you fight against the natural or nature, right, the energy of the natural progression of your own transformation, when you are fighting, fighting, fighting upstream, then you are actually creating more problems that don't have anything to do with the metamorphosis itself. Mm. You absolutely.
2: absolutely. Um- I I get, of course, I get flashbacks. I'm I'm certain I've done that to myself numerous times. Um, Right now it feels different, so I'm looking forward to um, easing through expansion and and whatever I'm going through um, much more happily, which is a nice change.
1: It is a nice change, but um, you're also feeling that because you've had some relief with this transformation. You've already gotten lots of the good stuff. So it's much Mm. easier to relax. The trick is, the hard part, is to relax when the not-so-good stuff is happening or the uncomfortable or the painful. To say, I accept that this is part of my awakening, my process, and it's all right.
2: I feel better equipped to do
1: that. Good very good yeah. my dear
2: yes should i ask a question mother uh, yes
1: but let me just um, say a few more things about oh sure the metamorphosis mhm so when you are when you find yourself in transition and recognize that when you start to feel even the smallest inkling that something's coming, you're already in it. That's your uh, your clue, your first clue, and you start to feel, ooh, I think something's coming for me. You're already in the process of transition. So oh. when you come to the recognition, that something's coming, something's brewing, something's happening, something's... Uh, churning up that's right away when you get to work doing what works for you in order to bring as much serenity to the process as much awareness to the process and as much kindness to the process so oh. if, if for you uh, you Charlotte um, you like to write about these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Writing writing is a strong tool for you. Yes. So, right away you think, oh, something's coming, I'm going to start writing about it. So, if another person is uh, more drawn to something else, they need more support. Uh, they need to step up certain aspects of their usual spiritual program That's the signal to do it because you know and everyone knows when you get to the difficult part that feels like you're moving uphill in this transformation, that's when you want to make sure that your extra kindness efforts are already in place. Don't wait until you get to the struggle. Because most people, when they're in the struggle, they want to uh, abuse themselves. Mm. They want to uh, eat more sugar, drink more alcohol. They want to stay up later on the internet. They want to uh, pick fights with their family members. They want to, uh, in some ways, recognize that... No matter how small or large the transformation, you're going to have a period of destructiveness, right? So basically you are chipping away at the marble block so the sculpture can come forth. Think of it, think of the destruction like that, good destruction. Does that make sense?
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful metaphor.
1: You're going to get there. So... Make sure that before you get to the destructive stage of your transformation, that you have put in place more efforts of kindness and support, so that when you get to the destructive stage, you don't have to destroy yourself and what you've already built, but you can focus on destroying the old paradigm. Right? You can focus, if you were the sculptor, and you're chipping away at your mar- marble block, in essence destroying it, you don't want to then turn around and destroy your art studio, right? Right. You just want to keep destroying that block so that you, the sculptor within that block, can emerge more and more and more. And so you need to have in place whatever it is that works best for you.
2: Okay. And when you say destroy the paradigm, do you mean destroy the old way of thinking? Correct, yes.
1: Mm -hmm. Because that's really what's uh, being destroyed. Uh, That's what's changing. There are certain pine trees in the forests of your world, that uh, they have to, they require uh, the destructive force of fire in order to break open the pine cones for the seeds to emerge and make more trees.
2: Yes. So Mm -hmm. you
1: don't, you don't, there are, just like good fear and or lack of a better word, bad fear, right? Good fear tells you, don't go down that alley by yourself. Don't touch that hot stove. Uh, Don't engage in this dangerous situation, right? That's good Mm -hmm. fear. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's good destruction and bad destruction, right? So think about good destruction as tipping away at that marble block, assisting the ultimate evolution of your being, the ultimate metamorphosis of your being, and then there is bad destruction when you turn around and start destroying your studio just because you're working on your own emergence.
2: Do
1: you understand?
2: Absolutely, and I I understand that many of us take a negative uh, perspective of an experience where instead of saying, hey, this is happening for me, we tell ourselves this is happening to me, I am the victim, and we start down that slope of self-pity and, yes, yes, and get to a very dark place in our minds. Yes, it's
1: uh, all happening against me, hmm? everything's against me. So, what you want to recognize in nature, in life, in metamorphosis, there is always going to be a destructive element. But you want to channel that destructive force for uh, what it is you're ready to let go of. And uh, you don't have to think of destruction as a negative all the time. There is much positive that can come out of that particular force. And one of the best things that the destructive force does is it can cut right through the energy of resistance. So, destructive force can be your ally, but not when you turn it on the parts of self that you want to keep. Things you have been doing well. Um, if you know that alcohol is not great for you, that doesn't work for you, and that's a good thing, and you don't want to turn around and destroy that and then start drinking again. Does that make sense?
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it can be your ally. Correct. Beautiful.
1: Resistance, resistance is very strong, and you need a stronger force. To break through that. So the destructive force that is sort of wired into the process of metamorphosis is that force. But be careful where you channel it.
2: Hmm? Mm-hmm. Is there an effective technique or thing to say to tap into that and stay focused on that in a healthy way? Yes. So here's where your mind, your brain,
1: your thoughts, can truly help you. So when you wake up in the middle of self-destruction, when you are destroying your art studio rather than working on the sculpture, uh, rather than destroying the block of marble, when you have that moment of recognition, that is when you use your mind to say loud and clear, stop and then think it through. This destructive force is natural. It is a normal part of my transformation. I know that I'm going through a change. I can feel it. I know it. And this is the normal, natural energy that accompanies change. Where do I want to channel this energy? and then write it down, write yourself a big message, post it on the refrigerator, on your bathroom mirror. Where do I want to channel the energy of this destructive force that naturally accompanies my change, transformation or metamorphosis? And then you make an adult decision. When you turn that destructive force on the things that are good in your life, that is a childish reaction, not a childlike reaction. A childlike reaction gets to say, hmm, this force is available to me. I can do great things with this because I have a resistance here and a resistance there, and Well, how gleeful it would be to just uh, kick these blocks over, the blocks that build my procrastination and my blocks that build my self-doubt. How wonderful to channel this destructive force and just like a wonderful, gleeful child, just kick those old paradigms down and let them
2: change, change,
1: change. Hmm? Uh.
2: Wow. I know sometimes we can feel like we're walking in quicksand, but I think if we develop that enthusiasm, as you say, that childlike enthusiasm for the adventure of life, we can have a much easier time and we can be a lot kinder to ourselves, no matter what you've um, gone through or, or how you feel about yourself. Yes.
1: Yeah. So tell me, beloved, do you know how to, uh, when you find yourself in a real quicksand, what are you supposed to do?
2: Lie still. Correct.
1: Stop struggling. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You'll make it worse, right? So you lie yeah. still, you relax, and you try to float and top to the best of your ability. Yes.
2: Yes. And consciously. I also equate it with when your hands are bound with rope. When you struggle against the ropes, you make them tighter. So you have to relax. Okay. Yes. That's right. very good. Thank you. You're welcome, my dear. <laughs> what, um, I, I don't know what to ask next. Or Do you feel the transmission is complete, or is there another topic you would like to explore?
1: Well, I'd like to just comment, if I may, a little bit about your, uh, your own metamorphosis right now. Right?
2: Okay. Sure. So,
1: um, and this will help others to go through very, very big transitions, uh, with what you are going through now.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
1: I would like, I know this might sound a little mundane and kind of nuts and bolts, but it's very, very important. So I'd like to know how many uh, green leafy vegetables you eat
2: on a regular basis. What? Uh, how many I eat? Yes. You. Okay, sure. Uh, we eat spinach almost every day, and if it's not spinach, it's asparagus, a, a zucchini. Uh, I have some broccoli in the refrigerator. I felt drawn to it, so I grabbed yeah. that. But our, our favorites are asparagus and uh, spinach pretty much on a daily basis.
1: Very good, beloved, very good. So branch out a little bit and uh, try to include some uh, kale and uh, some uh, different varieties of that um, and go as dark and green as you can as you go through this transition and most definitely every single day. And when you are in a metamorphosis like this, you want to uh, eat as little sugar as possible You want to consume as little caffeine as possible. You want to be careful about foods that are heavy on the digestive system, meaning that make it uh, slow or complicated. Um, You are, whenever you go through a change, small, medium, large, you are letting go of old energy. Just like dead cells slap off your skin, you're doing the same with old energy that you don't need anymore. But yes. in that process, you want to make sure that you are eating foods that are very vital, very live. Um, if you can eat these foods, uh, especially the dark green leafy ones in their raw state. If your digestion is okay with that, that's wonderful. Imagine that you are a garden and you want to think about everything you ingest as feeding your garden. You want to give it the very best fertilizer full of nutrients and vitamins and minerals, and you want to give it the freshest, most wonderful water. And you want it to be uh, exposed to beautiful light and air, and all the things. You want to turn that garden. Make sure that your body is being treated in the same manner. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, and uh, increased water and hydration. Oh yeah, helps. That's that's helped a lot. The exercise has helped a lot um, yes. I feel really I feel really good, I, I, I hope I'm doing well, it feels like you I am you are doing well you are thank you
1: well. you're welcome, but I wanted to bring it up to share with your listeners because getting that kind of support in the physical, for the physical body uh, eating very well exercising, even if it's just taking lovely walks around your neighborhood, these are very, very important all the time, but especially when you go through transition. Okay.
2: Especially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. May I ask, um, I had mentioned to Danielle that this morning I sat, as you suggested, and um, went deeper into how I feel and really tried to get a sense of it because a lot of the changes are so subtle. And I did feel a vibration in my body and I deduced that I was changing on a molecular level or a cellular level, is, is that true of the transition that I'm in, or is that a something separate, such as the cells of the body regenerating every seven years? I thought they might have something to do with one another.
1: Well, they do, beloved. Uh, that's uh, why the cells are able to regenerate. They have to, because you are always changing. And um, so your body is doing the same thing and the cells have to regenerate uh, because the cells have to be aligned with where you are in each moment of your life as you age and you go through it. So always you will find there is a correlation. It says that when you have big transitions like this and you sit down and you feel it out, that's when you can really feel that these energy shifts affect quite literally every single minute particle of your being.
2: Oh. I'm enjoying it. I really am. Good. Yes. Thank I want to. I want to thank you for your. Um, for coming and doing this and for your assistance, especially with regard to me and, and all your love. It's uh, made all the difference in my life and I, I just mm-hmm. thank you from, from my soul. I really do. You are so welcome, Delegate,
1: because you are worth knowing that you love yourself, meaning that it's worth it for you to know how much you are loved, honored, and cherished.
2: Mm? Mm. Only now I can feel it or recognize it, whichever the case may be.
1: A little bit of both, yes? Yes, absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, my dear. Thank you again for inviting me here today. And um, until our next chat, be very, very kind to your response.
2: I will, ma'am. Thank you very much. Namaste. Namaste. Hello. Hi. Hi. Ooh. That was great. She did want to talk to me about the transformation. Um, she and—what Well, you heard her. <laughs> I forget yeah. that you can yeah. hear. Okay. Is what I'm here. <laughs> my, my other co-host can't. He's asleep when he channels. Oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha. So yeah.
2: I'm in the habit That's of telling amazing. him what happened while he was gone. But you heard. And, um, I did, yeah. That was good stuff. And I do like kale. Do yeah. you know that soup from Olive Garden with the sausage, potatoes, and kale in it? It's uh, Zupa Toscana.
1: I have had that in other places, but I've never had it at the Olive Garden, and yes, that is a really, really good
2: soup. I, I have the recipe, and uh, I make oh. it every now and then. It's so warming, yeah. and and um, yeah. and uh, cabbage, I I eat frequently. Um, I make a cabbage soup with, with beef and tomato. It's delicious. It's, I like to Ooh, cook. I try great. hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't. I wish I did, but I don't. I tell you. <laughs> well, let me well, take that back. I don't, I I enjoy somewhat the actual cooking. It's the meal planning, the shopping, and then the cleaning up afterwards. <laughs>
2: I don't particularly I got you. enjoy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, it takes a lot of effort. It, 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 does, it does, but the, re- it does. the rewards are, are there, you know, um, yeah. and I try to keep it simple. And I've been trying to, I have to do that tonight, is make food ahead so that when I get rushed, there's proper nutrition to smart. be consumed. Very you know what I mean? Smart. Yeah, I do. I do. And make sure there's something I can just grab and eat and not have to take time to cook because then I'm going to start getting stressed thinking about what I should be doing at the computer, you know? right. Yeah,
1: I do. That's so smart. And uh, I go through phases with that. I wish I were were more consistent with it. That's that's something that I'm growing into. Uh, But I love, I'm so grateful for leftovers (laughs) because I work from home. And so it's so great to just amble into the kitchen and pull stuff out and start eating. I love that. Uh
2: (laughs) Uh-huh. Especially, especially, you know, when it, when it's that good, I really want more of it yeah. the next day. Yeah. So I I make um, extra, as, you know, especially when it comes to asparagus. Oh my goodness! And um, oh, yeah. I steam a lot. I steaming is is an easy thing to do that maintains. But um, yeah, but well, it's just nice to hear that I'm doing well and that I'm um, keeping up with everything that's happening with me that's good stuff these are nice
1: tools to remember when you're going through a change because you know i don't know about you but i i I, it was interesting to listen to mother talk about that destructive force she's never talked about that before and this is really interesting to me because i thought oh my gosh how many times like endlessly have i channeled that destructive force into things that are good that i'm doing in my life that are good it's like it's like I turn and throw a temper tantrum because I'm going through a difficult time, and then I just, like a you know toddler, I just start destroying everything in the playroom, and it's uh, it's so that it's such a uh, well, it's not a very nurturing or a very kind way of going through change, and it has certainly gotten better over the years. But I love that that imagery that she was creating and thinking about you know, when I want to start destroying the good things in my life because that destructive force is present, that I actually get to say, hey, where do I really want to channel this? Where, where is the best use of this energy right now? Um, if it's, You know, if it's got to be a part of the process, where's the best place I can channel it? And hmm. that was great. I, I that really was, needed to hear that.
2: That was great. Um, I just got an image of it feels like the listeners are going to think like well how do you how do you channel it how do you focus it okay so i just got an image of a fire hose and it's it's a very powerful um yeah. thrust for when the water comes out so and then you're trying to hold on to it so i want to say to the listeners as you hold grip it but not too tightly this energy and then um go with the flow of it. If it wants to wiggle around, go with that movement. And it's very important. If something wants you to move, not to stand still. And if something wants you to be still, not to do too much movement. You want to stay in alignment with that energy. I think I'm channeling now. With that energy so that you can um, go with the flow of it. And I also see an ex- an, ex- an expanse of space where in the case of a water hose, you don't want to water a delicate plant with that because the blast will destroy it. That would also be destructive. So what I'm looking at is a field. So you need to move into an expanded space that can handle that much energy. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. That's a great okay. image. That's a great image. Mm-hmm. And, you mm-hmm. know, channeling something is also... A part of, of using your intention, and if and if you use imagery or like mother was saying, you know, use your thoughts. It's like, hey, stop, stop and pause, and say, you know, how can I channel this in? And you know, some, there's so many different ways. With, I have a girlfriend who uh, she has probably the most active and in, incredible journaling practice of anyone I know. Like she talks about. Sometimes, like, she'll use different colored pens, and when she's really angry, she'll get out her red pen and feeling destructive, and sometimes she just she just writes, like, one word on an entire page, and it's like this slash across the page. She says, sometimes I dig so hard in the page, I actually rip it. You know, she's, like, that's how she channels a lot of her anger and wow. excess energy. Yeah, and I thought... Oh, well, you know, I, I am so white bread, it's so middle America white bread, and I try to be so polite with everything I do and not be too loud and not be too big and not be too this and not be too that. But when she said that, I thought, that is such a great way to channel, you know, that destructive energy into the constructive uh Structure that you're putting in place for whatever your transition is. Right. And there's, there's all kinds of ways. You know, go to the gym, work it out. You know, yep. work a, do a little more exercise than you normally would and sweat and dance. I love that. You know, destructive energy doesn't have to be negative. You can put on your most awesome shake your booty music and just kind of go wild in your living room. That's a great way to get that kind of energy out. <laughs> Have you been watching
2: me? <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought I thought about what I said, and I was like, no, nope, you know, because there's, like, no news and, and very little TV, and I had the time and I had the music, so I went at it, and, and it was great. Awesome. and And, and yeah. not because I was angry, you know, I wasn't in anger, but, you know, the best thing to do... And, and as I tell my clients, you know, exercise, if, if you're filled with emotion and you feel overwhelmed, no matter what that emotion is, yeah. exercise it out of your body. Perform an exorcism and exercise oh. it out of your body, and that will That's assist you idea. in cool the emotions. There's also artistic pursuits, creative pursuits, whether it's drawing, painting, music, um, all that. Whatever brings you, whatever connects you with God, nature, all of that, you know. Um, helping others, feeding the pigeons, do what you got to do. I just, I don't know why I just got an image of throwing breadcrumbs on the ground at a park. But um, some people <laughs> get joy out of that, and that's okay, yeah. you know?
1: Absolutely. So there's really great ways to channel, you know, all the energies that are flowing in your life, and you get to decide. You know, there's no, there's really no one great way. Try different things, because not everything is going to work. And, mm-hmm. you know, just find that courage and... Try some different things, and you, you will find—you will absolutely find—the things that work for you in who you mm-hmm. are right now. And, yes, um, that's, that's the only—that's the way we all figure these things out.
2: Mm-hmm. And just keep in mind, everybody, that where attention goes, energy flows. So uh, yep. when what you focus on is what you build. So if we do have that positive and negative aspect of this destructive force, to use it in a destructive way would be to um, engage in behaviors that are negative, uh, taking it out on others, what have you. But to make it be positive, um, for instance, I just a memory just came up in uh, 2010 when the recession was at its worst. Um, and, and things were so difficult and I was depressed and, um, something had, somebody attacked me needlessly and that really shook me to the core and I I sank into a really bad depression. And this time, whereas, you know, back in when I had that, that bad experience in 1993, I was in the best shape of my life and I was very happy. And so in 2010, I said, you know what? Turn a good, turn a bad thing into a good thing. If you're going to be depressed, mm-hmm. you, you're going to look good doing it. So I was, I was working out. Mm-hmm. I got mad. Yep. I, I allowed myself to get angry enough to make that choice and say, get your body on the floor, stretch, do your crunches, whatever you do, and you lost a significant amount of weight. And um, I didn't let it beat me. That's my yep. point. I didn't let it beat me. I turned something bad. Into a nurturing phase, and it worked. It worked. worked. I lost the way. You, a channeled,
1: you channeled the destructive energy in a positive way, mm-hmm. and it it helped support whatever change you were going through at that time. And it, it, mm-hmm. it, so the, so the destructive force that's going to be present whether we like it or not. That's how you use it to support the process. Rather than you know destroy all the other great things you've put in place uh, around the process, so that's excellent. a great example. That's
2: a great yeah, excellent example. choice of words. Yes, it's like um, just because you have a bad day, you quit your job, you know. That's right. Right, right,' what are you exactly, doing exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Make yeah. the changes you need to support yeah. yeah whatever you're going through, and a lot of people are going through things, and we do have the the comfort of knowing that we have a lot of new beginnings. So everybody, this is your chance to uh flex those muscles and um mm-hmm. get get into the habit uh, you know it takes takes thirty days to form a habit, create some new habits for yourself or or beef up the current ones that you have, you know. Yeah. And um your the reward is joy no matter what you're going through. Yeah. So Definitely. yes. Definitely. Awesome. Well I wanna thank you once again. I wanna remind everybody that you have uh, quite a few fascinating events coming, so please visit BelovedPublications.com, everyone. And if you enjoyed this segment or all all the segments with Mother Mary, we'd love to hear your comments. You can send those to me or Danielle, but to me, it's at SpiritualInsightsRadio.com. And I will also be sharing videos there, wherever you're most comfortable. Um, Do keep tapping into the energy, and um, Danielle and I will do our best to to, um, keep that information coming.
1: Right, Danielle? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Charlotte. It is always such a joy to be with you like this. Really, really.
2: Thank you. I feel the same way. It's just, I, okay. I, I so look forward to this, but not with an anxiousness because every time I speak to Mother, uh-huh. what I'm basically writing down is homework. <laughs> there's, there's always, yeah. Yeah. It, and it, yeah, and it takes me weeks to move through all the energy. There's always yeah. something to um, work on, and it keeps me occupied and happy. So, oh, it's so it's so her energy is always with me, yeah. So and then yeah. and then yeah. I get my new assignment in the next transmission. <laughs> <laughs> It's great, but yes, I, I'm, I'm certain we have a, a lot of new listeners. Um, since I opened up on Facebook, a lot of people that have known me the longest knew the least about me, and yeah. now they know. The kids kids that I, wear, that I was in diapers with um, now awesome. know what I do for a living, and um, if, if they are listening, I am honored that you're here, and um, thank you for your interest. I appreciate it, everybody. Okay, Danielle, I will speak to you soon. Yes, you will. Take care, sweetie. You too. Bye-bye. Once again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.
0: Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you Geico has more than just great savings, much more. Geico has been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with GEICO, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. More power to you. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more.